Back again, back again. This is You Get Podcast, episode 91. You're here with Melly. Brizzy. Ed. Emma. <laughs> I'm <paying> attention, mate. <laughs> uh, it's good to be back. Um, welcome back, everyone. Um... <laughs> Nine episodes left. Nine episodes left till till one hundred. Um, I promise we are planning something, even if we haven't started planning something. Um, and you should be all happy to know that I got in touch with Spree uh, this week, actually, based on Emma scaring me um, into double checking when we were like we killed him, and you were like, "Oh, that's not funny." <laughs> and then I, I tried to message Spree on WhatsApp, and I got one tick, and I started to panic. So I called his um I called his workplace, and I was like, uh, "Hello, I'm looking for a, a spree," and uh, I was like, "Oh, well, you need something." I was like, "Yeah, something very technical to put me through." And then yeah, so he's alive. Oh, wow. He's alive and well. He's alive and well. He's oh, that's good. Yeah, it was his birthday yesterday. Just gone. So happy birthday to my broski spree. Oh yeah, happy thirtieth, man. Yes, happy birthday. Yeah, birthday spree. Uh, but yeah, supposed to picture, but I forgot. Anyways, okay. oh wow, so he's oh, you're really not having him back on the pod. Oh, okay, I see. <laughs> we'll see where we go from there, but yeah, um, good to be back. Um, I'm gonna kick it over to we've got us, we've actually got a a viral celebrity in our midst today. Uh, you know, a new influencer, content pusher. You know, uh, Rizzy, Rizzy, you wanna, Rizzy, you wanna tell us how your week's been. <laughs> There's no influence or, <laughs> or celebrity in this conversation. But you you did have a vi- very, very positive content and it went super viral. Tell us about that. I hear I'm not uh, melon. <laughs> no, but what, what, I missed this. What happened? So I, po- I posted a video. So this month, as you're aware, November is Men's Health Month. Mm-hmm. November. So, um... November, a lot of people are growing their facial hair just to, you know, um, raise awareness for men's health. So I decided to make a video just talking about how to spot depression amongst your demandem, you know, your friends. So I just gave a few tips on, you know, ways to spot depression um, amongst your friends. And yeah, it connected well with loads of people um, from all different types of backgrounds, different parts of the world. Um, got about like close to 700,000 uh, views um, across Twitter, wow. TikTok and Instagram. So yeah, that was that was overwhelming. It was nice to see like the engagement, people just saying like, thank you for, you know, I had young boys tagging their friends, saying, you know, just checking in with their friends. Um, loads of like women commenting saying, you know, they've, you know, they've just learned a thing or two on how to spot depression like with it, like from their partner, um, and yeah, just many people kind of opened up in the in the conversation and spoke about, you know, this, this is these are the things that they've gone through that you know, and they 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 didn't know what to call it, you know, now mm-hmm. they're understanding. That, okay, it may be depression. So yeah, that was that was very nice and nice thing to to see. I've never ex- had that much traffic come to my page before. So yeah, that was great. That's excellent. That's very good. Yeah, because you find as well, um, a lot of people just 
are going through things like a lot mm. of people are going through things so it's always good to like trigger something that will make others go and check in on their people mm. yeah so that's excellent i'm happy to hear that yeah i'm, yeah. I'm very happy to know that you know that it's made people you know check in on their friends so yeah just okay. something we're here for you know that's just... i think i think one of the biggest parts of it was that uh, i think me and Rizzi spoke off air um and Rizzi, you were pretty you were pretty um struck by how viral it was and i think one of the biggest things that i was mentioning was that it's probably down to the authenticity behind the message um mm. it was genuine content it didn't come across as rehearsed or you know i'm saying this to to sell you something um mm. So yeah, I think it was, it was perfect timing. Again, well done for that, for putting that out there and inspiring other people to put out content like that. Because I don't think it's a conversation people have enough. Um, so yeah, well done for that, man. No, appreciate it. Appreciate it, man. Thanks. Emma, how's your week been? Um, my week's been good. Um, can't remember anything in particular. Mm-hmm. But no, it's been good. Um, yeah, it's just been chill, work, usual, eating, sleeping. Nothing exciting. Mm. No. Ed, what about you? Uh, yeah, just another week. Nothing special. Working. There, there. Um, yeah. Actually, yeah. You, and me, one of our boys is getting married. We on groomsman duties. You're the best man. There, there. See you. Um, yeah. So obviously, we went to go and buck him to do the fittings and that for the clothes we're gonna wear. Mm. And the one thing that. I, was cool was that he gave us groomsman gifts in it you know what i'm saying that was yeah. nice i didn't expect that still um you know i remember we had a topic not too long ago about people having nightmare moments as a groomsman or a bridesmaid didn't it oh so, yeah i remember that let's Wait, make sure ask, he... you to cut your hair off no 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 so yo you know let's hope he does a good job you can come and give good feedback you know what yeah, i'm saying but yeah. no nah, it was nice of him still in it and yeah it's been cool it's good to hear, man. I guess um, I guess I'll start off the, today's episode uh, with how my week's gone. Um, so this episode, we want to talk about, you know, as Rizzi alluded to, is November, Men's Health Month. Um, so I wanted to kind of talk about uh, mental, like what men go through and whatnot. So I guess my week's been, it's been a weird one because um, I've been like on this trajectory, right, of, of like navigating my career in terms of the next steps and having like important conversations and whatnot. And like for the whole of my 20s, the whole of my teens, I never ever experienced like anxiety. I know I've experienced pressure. I know I've experienced like fear or failing, but anxiety in a sense of like, cause I can't control the outcome. It's made me hyper, hyper tense. And I guess um, I wanted to talk about on the point of regards to like how I kind of experienced it. Cause I don't wanna, I don't wanna preach the message like, oh, this is how you deal with anxiety. But more so to kind of talk through it and see if it resonates with anyone that's listening or you guys. So I guess this week I kind of realized, and I, I, spoke, to, I spoke to Ed, I spoke to Rizzy in the past, um, that the feeling I get when something of that's so important that you really want, kind of you're trying to manifest it, but the inner, it's kind of the in-between stages of manifesting and whether it comes true or not, that in-between stage of feeling powerlessness, like you've given it your all. And I guess the fear of giving it your all and, and it not being enough. And I guess, um, yeah, it's been hard to deal with, man. It's been very, very hard to deal with. I've always felt 
that um, I've been very good with my kind of never go too high, never go too low. Um, but I would say for the past six months, definitely when it comes to kind of like these important conversations that I've been having, it's like the first time I've had that genuine feeling of like, oh, and like, obviously when you talk to your people and the people that care about you, your friends, you feel better instantly. But then as the days go by or something happens, it starts to ebb away again and you get that anxious feeling. So yeah, I just kind of wanted to just kind of put that out there for anyone or any man that listens and feels that, you know, anxiety is some sort of scientific thing that, you know, it's a brain chemistry. I feel like it's, um, it's like rain, it's like a rain cloud, you know. It's um something that dissipates and you know, it pours. Sometimes you feel drenched, but then the sun comes out. And I guess one of the biggest things I've, I've it's helped to do is kind of speak about it and be honest about it. Um, I couldn't imagine not talking to anyone about like, oh, this is how I feel. Like I'm feeling anxious about this. Like there's times where I'm sure some of my friends are like, oh, please just strangle him. Because it's like the whole point of anxiety is that it's not it's not steeped in rationale. It's like the fact is that you're anxiety, you're anxious because the irrational feels real to you. Mm. And then you're just playing so many scenarios, tends to be negative, and your brain's just going out of control. And sometimes you need someone to reel you back in and kind of anchor you to like, this is reality, keep being positive, et cetera, et cetera. But um, so yeah, that's it really. I guess it's kind of my, that's kind of been my week in terms of, it's the kind of first time I actually, reflected and realized oh wow like this is something that is is new to me I've always been laid back chilled out kind of like Hawaii surfer dude vibes but I guess something that I realized that I really wanted is it's the first time I've been like oh shit like I feel kind of and um yeah I just wanted to like kind of make anxiety something that people can talk about openly so I don't think it's steeped in the sort of thing where people can say it makes you weak or whatnot. Um, yeah, sometimes it can be, it's draining 100%. I've definitely been napping a lot more. Um, but yeah, I think it's talking about it definitely, definitely helps. Yeah. I think what, in addition to that, um, Ali, is that with, so when I think of times where I may have been a bit concerned or worried about things, I, I, I start going into the why. Like, what mm. is it? Why? Okay. Mm. If that happens, what next? Why? Yeah. Why? Why? And it's like, I have to take myself all the way down. And if it doesn't result in me dying, I'm like, it's all right then. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I usually have like a very like do or die mentality or black and white. Mm -hmm. There's no in between. Yeah. Like why, 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 why? If you're not going to die, it's going to be okay. And um, so I think that's one way um, I I think it it helps to consider things that make you anxious. Mm. Um, And I'm just thinking another way I do things is that in regards to like career and stuff, I always have to be like, when I want something, that's when I get tense. Like if I really yeah. want, I, I really want a job. And but is that when I find that when you don't want it and you're very like you have to be quite start like I'm grateful, I'm comfortable where, where I am, it would be a good next step, but mm. I'm actually very good where I am. So yeah. then that way you're not putting all that pressure. It's like, oh, I want this and I must have it. And if I don't have it, the whole mm. world's gonna come to an end. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah. And that's how the irrational part of my brain yeah, was this exactly. week. Like, exactly. like God. And you gotta ask yourself, wait a minute. Am I feeding it? Do I have children to? F- I have no dependencies. Mm, so it's yeah. like when you said, I was like, "What? What's your concern, please?" Yes. <laughs> like, I, I was like, it reminds me of a, a, a what you call it, like a meme I saw where it said that mm. there's people at my job who are working and they're trying to feed their wife and their children, and mm. you know, and here I am just trying to buy more wigs. <laughs> like that's <laughs> when you said that, that thing was coming to my mind. Mm. 
it's like I just want to buy more something and it's like it's yeah, not yeah, that yeah. serious so yeah it's true yeah so that's my take on it Omeli, did you speak to like any of your boys while you was feeling like this oh yeah 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 like one one of the biggest things and, and not just my boys to be fair my, my big sisters come in clutch as well but um I guess the reason why I can't and, I, and, and this is me, I can't speak for all men, but the reason why it's so important about having conversations with men about all levels of health, and I'm speaking anxiety here, just specifically reflecting my week is because uh, one of the things that I find with it when I was anxious this past week is that I can't see the bigger picture. For some reason, my, like, my vision goes very tunneled. And it goes back to what Amma said, it's because I'm basically hinging everything on this, on this like the next steps on this. I'm not even thinking like, you're in a good position already. Like there's always going to be another opportunity. I'm thinking this is make or break. And, you know, cause I've now invested so much cause when you're having these important conversations, whether it's your career or a business deal, et cetera, you pour a lot of yourself into it. So yeah. you're invested. So it's, it's very hard to then be kind of arms length detached and you buy into the, you even start to kind of, well, for me, I start to kind of, okay, so this is how life would be if I was to achieve this, et cetera. So one thing is why I go back to your question is, is I had to talk to my boys and my sister and even my mom was like, because they're not in that situation, they can kind of anchor me back to reality. Mm. Because normally when I start off, I'm calm. Like I could talk to you, Ed, Emma, whatever. I could be like, oh yeah, I've got this thing going on, like a big deal that I could potentially get. I'm calm. Now let me have the first initial conversation about this deal. Still be calm. Let me get through to talking to the directors of this deal. Oh wow, like this shit could really happen. Okay, let's get down to the final round of like, all right, cool, we're gonna ink this deal. We just need to do a bit of one minute, two twos. I can't sleep. I start thinking, God, am I gonna get another opportunity like this again? This is why would you put me in this situation? I was laughing, I laughed with I was laughing um with my sister because she was saying that she got she gets my anxiety because the whole perspective is like, oh, you know, you're put in this position to get you ready for the next one. I was like, but why would you let me see something I want? <laughs> that's it so yeah so like like just going back to answering your question is that talking to you lot talking to my family is that it really does help me kind of anchor me but reel me back in to be like yo this is one amazing opportunity but the same way you didn't see this opportunity coming another one is behind it so and and i guess it goes back to what you used to say Rizzi, about i think with my anxiety it ties into scarcity mindset where i'm like i need to get this because this might be the only, this might be the only, I don't know when the next one's gonna come. Mm. And it's just like, because, and then once you build that mindset and you're, you're just gonna be physically basically sick, like, oh, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. Um, yeah, it's about having the abundance of like, even though you feel like you're manifesting, et cetera, it might not be this. Like, I was going through the whole summer of um, trying to do career changes and having interviews and getting through to the next rounds. And if I got what I wanted initially, like an interview with say like a big startup or a big tech company, I wouldn't have been ready. Like I needed to go through all these things, get my heart invested, get my heart broken, get close, get get just fall short to get to a point where I'm like, I'm, I'm able to be more confident and more assured of like, okay, this is where I want to go. So, um, but yeah, it's definitely helps. You you definitely need an anchor as a, as a man, as any human, but especially because it's, it's men's health month. I think all men yeah. need anchors. All men need anchors. Like, um, what's the saying that like every behind every great man, is a is a is a great woman or whatever, but I, you know I see that as you know behind every great man is, is is an anchor, like something that ties him back to to reality, so he doesn't blow in the wind. And you mm. know I think we we can all see men, great men, great women that have you know had flaws and they didn't have an anchor to root them back. 
it's reality. Yeah. But yeah. Um, I think even more so for men is that that whole um like protector provider um aspect of things that that's what makes it a bit more challenging. So I know mm. we spoke about um a few well more than a few episodes back about men you know crying and um just and I had this take that you shouldn't be crying all the time <laughs> but I say that but I get it like it's hard it's actually hard yeah. like if you're meant to lead protect provide it's actually a lot to um to take on and not that you took it on it, it comes with the territory mm. uh, some would some would argue and say it's not everyone's equal women can do I'm not that person I'm very traditional mm. if someone's breaking into the house I'm gonna hide you're gonna go and sort it out it's very mm. simple I'm not joining you that's <laughs> That's just the way it's going to go. Mm. So, um, and that natural, that natural thing of having to do these, to have these characteristics, it's hard because you're always mm. like on your guard. It's like, oh my goodness, I have to, you know, I have to provide, I have to protect. So even if Melly, you're saying now you don't have your own family, but you're thinking of your mother, your sister, you know, your, mm. um, your um, nieces or nephews. And it's just like, it's a lot to even consider as you are now. Yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Men do definitely need someone or, you know, um, strong people around them they need like you need your circle essentially your good people around you yeah 100 i i think where some unfortunately men fall through the gaps is is i've got a great family dynamic with my nuclear family i've got the people on this podcast i've got close friends that i've grown up with um since secondary school which is not everyone has that um what would you guys say about people that don't have that support framework is it are we basis because sometimes people can some people could read between the lines and say oh well it's all great them giving this conversation but i don't have that does that mean that i'm destined to fall through the cracks yeah you know what yeah like so so even like in response to my video a couple of people were like commenting saying that you know they don't have anyone to turn to mm. and i just thought to myself how what do i even say mm. but then i just thought to myself you can make new friends you can you can create that support system like mm. you go find it go make meaningful relationships with people that you can confide in and you you know they've got you that can be created from scratch yeah it can but i guess the difficulty on that and just to give credence to what you're saying is mm. our friendship was built on joy mm. it wasn't yeah. built on me needing you as a crutch emotionally yeah all, most of my friendships were built like that you know I love my family because of joy. It was mm. built on joy. It was never a need to support me. Now, when I've fallen, my big sister caught me when I was 10 or whatever. If I've fallen, my mom's caught me. When I've fallen, teenage years, 20s, when we used to travel, when dumb stuff used to happen, my boys have caught me. I guess it's hard when you say, oh, you can make new friends. But when you're coming from a place of this, such, this, this kind of, I like to think of it like a monkey on your back, this mm. rain cloud over your head it's hard to kind of build a genuine friendship. And, and I, this is my perspective. I could be wrong. And listeners, feel free to disagree with me. But I've found my friendships are mostly built on joy. So if you're coming with that baggage, as a man, it's very hard. Because look, a man meets me, says, hey, man, let's get along. The initial time our, com- like, it's, our conversations might be shallow. We might be just both Arsenal fans. Mm. Go to an Arsenal game together. But it's going to be built on something like joy for then it to get deeper on like okay now that the joy is established as a foundation yo how are you really feeling man what's going on like you seem quiet and i guess people might ask you Rizzy, or ask anyone on the pod um how do you establish that 
that friendship if joy is not there initially? Mm, I would say it has to, it's got, there's got to be like a mutual, like common thing that, that you are both drawn to. So like mm. you said, Arsenal, that's the, it has to start off with that. Obviously you can't just walk up just to anyone and, and start talking about, you know, things you're going through. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you can find things that you have in common with other people and that could be the start to a relationship, you know? Mm. Doesn't yeah. necessarily mean be the best of friends, but you know, it could lead to you just, you know, just opening up a bit more, just say something and see how the person responds to it, you know? Mm, that can be dangerous though, you know? Cause like Melly said, when you don't have genuine friendships and you try to build it and you try to test it out, you might mm. get rejected. Mm. And that can cause That's... more, more adverse, more damage than good. You get what I'm saying? I would say, you know what, yeah, having people around you support is essential. It's great. But like we said, not everyone has it. At the same time, you have to learn to have maybe put stuff in place for your own self to protect yourself. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Mm. Um, some people have religion. So maybe, let's say, if you're a Christian or a Catholic, you might go and talk to your priest. Um, some people might have therapy. They might go and talk to a doctor. Someone like myself, I've got my own theories in that. For example, I'm always like, it's life. Like, I, like I've always said, I used to stress a lot. For years, and I don't stress. My motto is, it's life. If something's happening, it's life. It's Bruv, I just accept it. You get mm. what I'm saying? So you have to put stuff in place to protect yourself before you lean on others. Because others may not always be there. You get what I'm saying? Mm. Unfortunately, that's life. I I hear that. But I my thing on that is that some of us need help at times. And when you're in a position whereby you can help, that's that's a lot of responsibility. So what I'm trying to say is that, for instance, I may be here, I meet someone and they start telling me, you know, whatever their whatever the issues may be. And I can I will do what I can to help them. And it's not, and friendships can be built like that as well. So I think this is where men and women differ a bit because, ah, me, I can meet someone, I will tell you my problems. If you're ready to listen, you can, I'll download. Because <laughs> well, as I said, what you, it's, it's my life, it's my, it's my information, it's my, you know, it's my thing that I'm going through. And if mm. I feel that I can share it with you, I don't see a problem. And so I find that... Um, but that's the issue. Mm. You said, if I can share it with you, Alma, you have a, a great thing about you where you're willing to listen and take on other people's things. Do you know what I'm saying? It could even be to your own detriment at times. Whereas others haven't got the time for that. So imagine someone that needs someone tries to open up to someone and they get rejected. That could cause more damage. That's a danger to what I'm saying. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Yeah, no, I do get that, yeah. Yes, I'm not saying people are not needed. They definitely are. Mm. But the issue is you, you have to try and find ways to protect yourself and not just rely on others because others may not always be there. If you have both, you're actually just blessed. Like Rizzy was saying, especially the speech was given, talk to someone, reach out to someone you care about. Because if someone that's listening, if they can reach out to someone, that means you are supposed to be there for someone. Well, mm. that person has got someone there. Mm. For those that don't have that, unfortunately, you have to try and find a way to protect yourself. Do you know what I'm saying? Sometimes you don't have the ability or the means or the mental capacity to even help yourself. So you do need, you need someone. You need an external um, force to help you. So... I, so even so, say for instance, if someone just says something, just you can share, I don't know, you can share something positive. You can you can give them advice, you know, how they mm. can maneuver. Sometimes you say something to someone, they were like, I didn't even think about that. Mm. So yeah, that's why- I feel like you're thinking the very fairy tale like world. 
it's like this example, like Twitter, for example. People, I remember having a discussion here where some um, time ago people were talking about suicide on Twitter. Someone was mm. talking about, like, I want to kill myself, blah, blah, blah. Mm. And I remember speaking to my boys, and I was like, I'm not here to judge, man, but I don't understand why a man came to Twitter to talk about it. If you really want to do it, you would have done it or gone to a friend. Why did you come to Twitter? And then someone made me understand that that's some people's cry for help. It doesn't have to make sense to us, but they might not have anyone to go to. They just thought Twitter is my cry for help. I may not understand it. It's not for me to understand. That's just like you said, someone trying to reach out. Someone there might listen. But then we've seen the adverse effect where people do go and cry for help and people are judging them and they're like, oh, why da, 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 this and that, this and that. Do yeah. you know what I'm trying to say? So for me, like I said, if you haven't got those people, sometimes you might have to put things in place. But like I said, maybe it's therapy, pay for someone mm. to listen to you. Go to your priest, talk to someone. There may be people in life that are actually there to listen. It might cost you money, it might not, but sometimes you might need to do that because the dangers of just trying to reach out to people you don't know are there for you is you can get pushed back and that can cause more damage. Unfortunately, we don't live in a world where every person they're going to meet is an armor. You're going to start talking, they're going to be like, mm. yeah, 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 let me give you advice. It could be something like, oh, brother, I don't care. Or they could just be like, yeah, 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 yeah. They're just trying to move on past the day. Mm. It's dangerous. No, I, I, yeah, I do. I do get that. I think we should all be more open to helping because we could all save someone. We could all be, you know, in a position to help somebody, even in the littlest of ways. Um, yeah, I, I agree with Emma. And, and I think, Emma, it's, it's important because I guess your interactions as a woman with men do you find that men are more open to kind of expressing themselves around women or around you know their other men because like you said you may you may maybe you or maybe another woman that's probably more inclined to be have a listening ear um or do you feel that actually guys are less likely to express themselves to a woman simply because they feel like a woman can't relate or is judging them or sees that it's like, because obviously you tell a woman I'm going through X, Y, Z, you know, suddenly that woman can feel like, well, you're not a suitable partner. Mm. Yeah, um, so I, with that, it could be, I, first and foremost, it always has to be like, um, you have to have rapport with the person, yeah. you know, like I, men don't generally just, you know, if I'm not going to meet a guy so he's going to start telling his problems. That's, mm. they're not going to do that. But I think once you've built a relationship with them and stuff, very much open because you know once they get to know your character and you know what you're about they'll share they can share they're more likely to share but even so it's with um it's with like it's got a boundary to it you know yeah. it's got like a place where it's like i'm not going to i'm not going to i don't want to overbear you with that i don't want to put that on you and so they kind of stop there but you kind of get a gist of what it is and um and it's to be honest it's true i can't help i can't relate i can't i don't understand like I actually don't understand why you're going through this. I don't understand why this is happening or I don't understand how you got yourself in such a position. Cause I think men mm. are mad. Cause how did that happen? How did you, were you walking? And then this happened. Mm. That doesn't happen to me. <laughs> do you get? Yeah, 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 um, yeah. But um, so yeah, there is a point. So that's why I definitely believe men do need each other. Cause women can only help up to a certain point. Cause we can't relate. We don't get into the same passa passa that, you know, you guys somehow end up in. Yeah. That's a good fair point. <laughs> um, it was crazy, even watching Riz's vid and what Arm was saying, yeah, it's weird, yeah, because I feel like it is a good message out there that you should check up on your boys. I've done it myself, check up, I always check up on my people, yeah. and it's good to get checked up on. But it's weird because I'm the opposite. 
in the sense that I'm nice. I've got people I can talk to. I'm blessed. I know mm. I can holler at people, talk to people. And with myself, cause not things that seem personal to me aren't that personal. I'm happy to talk about it, whatever. But at the same time, I'm the worst person to try and talk to me about how's your mental. Mm. I don't want to have that convo on the level. Like, how you feeling, what you're going through. Allow me, man. Mm. Like, and it's weird because you shouldn't feel like that. But for me, it's like, I don't get why we're having this conversation. I'm dealing with, I'll deal with whatever i got to deal with. If I want to talk, I'll talk. But I don't mind you just saying, oh, you're good. If I want to talk, I'll talk. I don't know, it's weird. Um, In a sense, like, especially like, I'm going to say, like, as a female coming to me to ask me, is that only help? Well, if you want to help me, help me. But don't come and ask me what can I, nah, I don't know. Like, I'm just a person, like, I handle it. If you want to find a way of helping me, help me, innit? If not, I don't know what conversation you expect us to have about me coming and start asking, oh, I need you to help me with this. You get what I'm saying? But in general, I do believe everyone needs help and you shouldn't feel a way asking for help either. So it's kind of, I'm, I'm weird. You get what I'm saying? You know what, you've said something. It's not the, it's not the asking for help. I think sometimes people just want people to listen. Like, I, I don't go and say, oh, I need help with, like, I know the answer to my, many of my problems. I just don't want to do it. But mm. I just want to hear it. I just want, I just want to talk. And do whatever you like with that information. <laughs> but some people just want someone to listen to them and listen to them lament and you know complain about something. But that's on that's very shallow. But I'm saying even even when people have much um much more serious issues, they may just want someone to listen as well. Anyways, and they they probably know it's going to take a while to for the problems to be fixed or something has to happen or but they just want to speak generally. And I, I think that's that's, that's what I struggle with. Is for me, I want solution. Yeah, you do. And that's why it depends on the individual you're speaking to. So for me, I don't want to speak just to speak so we can both know my problems. So now we both know our problems and I'm here with no solution. So what was the point? A problem shared is a problem half. It's not only in my brain anymore. I've shared it. But are you going to fix it? I don't care. No, wait. Are you going to fix it? You're going to help me. All I know now is this. this, I still have 100%. You know it, but nothing has changed. You just know it. No, but at least if anything should, I always say, I always say to my friend Naomi, if at least if anything should happen to me, you know what happens. Everyone knows that. <laughs> I was going through this dick thing and she told me, I hurt her. I hurt, I know why. I know why. <laughs> you know why? You know, you know why uh, I'm thinking what Emma just said just now, yeah? Part of the reason why I open up to people and tell them about the things that I'm going through is so that they understand me better. I feel like a lot of the time people have me very misunderstood and they don't understand me or they don't understand my behavior. But when I tell them about what I go through, then they understand. Then they become a bit more, you know, okay, I understand why you've been away for a bit. I understand why, you know, you've been goals for a bit. I understand, you know, what you go through. You can't be my friend or say you're my boy or my dog or you love me if you don't even know about what I battle in life. Mm. Do you get what I mean? I just struggled. You don't know me. You don't know what I'm going through, but... That's my dog, man. Rich is my dog, you know? How how can Riz be your dog if you don't even know about my, my struggles? You just see the highlights of my life on social media. You're not really my friend. So that's why I feel like I have to tell people about stuff the, the stuff I'm going through. I'm not always telling them for, for a solution, but I'm telling them so that you understand your friend better. Do you get mm. what I mean? Mm. Communication, yeah, that's key. I like that's that. Key. Well, thank you everyone for uh, for contributing to that topic. I know it was a hefty one, but um, I thought, you know, it's good to be transparent, especially with Men's Health Month. Um, 
just having that conversation sometimes that in, in I would like to think our podcast is a safe space. Um yeah, we take the piss out of each other, but um it's all love here and 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 anyone should feel like they can listen to this. Uh it may not be for you that's listening currently, but I guarantee you that one of your friends feel like or maybe having a week where they feel like, you know, tunnel vision that everything hinges on one thing and to you it may not mean anything. But sometimes they need yes. to hear that from you, that look, man, like this, this is good. You know, someone might think, oh, if I don't catch this bus, I'm, I'm never going to make it to the job interview. You, you tell them, why don't you just reschedule? Some people need to be pulled out and to see the bigger picture. And, and that could be you listening. And if you're that person that gets anxious, again, sometimes just have that conversation so you can find your own anchor. But yeah, um, um, thanks. Yeah. Melvin, one thing I will say, lastly, mm-hmm. as my piece of advice is this, just hearing everything what everyone was saying is, firstly, know your audience, mm. like who you're approaching, because like I said, everyone's different. I'm a bit different to Rizzy, you're a bit to Melid, et cetera, et cetera. But at the same time, for someone like myself, who, like I said, there's moments in when I want to talk, I think that's when you should make sure you listen. Because someone like me, if I try, if I, I'm not a talker, but when I do want to talk, if I feel like I'm not being heard, I'll just, I'm dead. I'll go back to normal. It's over. Don't come back to me later. Don't try and talk to me about it later. It's dead. And it's not even that I'm pissed at you. Just like... Missed it. You've missed it. I've yeah. missed it. And I don't want to go back there now. I was in a yeah. moment. And sometimes it's easy not to understand that that's, that person's in a moment where they feel vulnerable or easy to talk to you. And mm. just ignoring them or just not giving them that attention, you know, it's missed. You know what I'm saying? So know your audience just pay attention to people that's what i'll say in it yeah yeah it's funny i'm actually very delicate to that actually especially with men like i'm very delicate to when they are ready to speak and mm. in my head i'm like i'm just shut up literally because i talk too much i'm like shut up shut up shut up listen <laughs> listen mm. listen listen because of they you can literally feel it you can I, I don't know you can literally feel a man ready to speak and i and that moment of vulnerability it's um it's very precious and because of mm. the, the men don't speak too often like I even think, see, in my, I have a younger brother who's 13. He's 13. He doesn't like to speak. And I'm like, who taught you that? You've got four sisters. Like, how do you not, how did you learn this? <laughs> you yeah. know? So I, I don't know if it's, I don't know where it comes from. I'm still trying to figure out how he, how he got to that point where he doesn't like to speak, um, even growing up with so many women in his life. But yeah, it's something about men and they just don't want to say too much. And they feel like they have to always be, you know, like strong and things like that. So yeah, I agree with you, Ed. But yeah, right. no. Thanks, Melly. Yeah, so um, yeah, again, like, thanks for everyone that that actually sat through that. Uh, hopefully, some people took some nuggets away. And once again, congrats, Rizzy, for for putting great content out there. That's what we're about. Um, I always thought that you'd be the first guy to shake his ass on TV, but. It's good to know that. What? It's good to know that my guy went the other way and putting out positive content, going viral. So I'm proud. None, none of that TikTok dances. And stuff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Start doing. <laughs> <laughs> big guy bringing back a Zonto in 2022. Like, God forbid. <laughs> but yeah. Um. But yeah, my guy Ed. Uh, yeah, has yeah. A dilemma for us, man. Bring it yeah, on, bro. Okay. So um, one of the listeners reached out to us. I want to read it out now. Hey okay. guys and Armor. Um, you're officially involved. Wow. Wow. Hey. So, yeah, again, it's anonymous, but um, hey guys, I'm I moved to another city for uni and lost touch with a lot of people I knew in London due to wanting to make a fresh start. I gained amazing friends, but they don't live in London. I moved back to London during the pandemic and now I feel a little, a little friend, friendless. 
I don't have a group of friends in London, just acquaintances, and I'm not sure how to even go out and meet new people. How do I make new friends when I'm no longer in education? Thanks. Wow. Which is kind of funny because we were talking about earlier reaching out to different people. So, yeah. you know, you might share some of this knowledge. Uh, Emma, yeah, do, you wanna, I, do you wanna go first? Yeah, I think that's a bit tricky because um, I'm a strong believer in that your closest friends come out of institutions. So whether yeah. it be school, work, you know, church, whatever it is, but I feel that's what you because you've, you're doing this, like you have similar things that you're doing day to day. So um, in trying to make friends out of an institution, a good one, I don't even know where to begin. I honestly, because it's like just between me and someone off the street and tr- you, it works. I guess it works for people. Actually, you know what? Bumble has a friend mode or something like that. BFF mode or something like that. Oh, well, okay. I'm sure it's. Yeah, so you, it's not so that's one way, and I think there's another app for meeting people. So through activities, for instance, so like going to I don't know an exercise class or some random I don't know whatever you're interested in. There's going to be a group that meets up, and I think that's another way of making friends. But also, why can you not reach out to your London friends? Is it that they're bad vibes or like some? Even though people grow apart, and you know because of your distance with university, I still think when you come home, you can be like, "How are you? What's up? Are you good?" You know. I think it's still checking and you should be fine unless something actually happened. Yeah, so that was going to be my thing. I was reading, she said she wants to make a fresh start. So for me, there must have been a reason she wants to move away yeah. from those people. However, at the same time, there must have been maybe one, if you've lived in London your whole life, there must have been at least one person or someone there that maybe was your doggy. And even if you moved away for a fresh start, I'll be real. With man, they're a bit different. Thank you very um, much. Great question. If you move away and we're not here from you a while, usually that doesn't necessarily mean we're not friends no more. But at the same time, if we know you try to distance yourself, sometimes man don't really won't let you back. Like, bruv, do your own thing. You get what I'm trying to say? It's a bit weird. But if you feel like there was someone there, you can just reach out to them and just be like, yo, what's going on? This is what I've been going. You don't have to go to details, but like, I, can we catch up? You know what I'm saying? Just try it. Um, make the first move because if you would want to make distance, then you should be the first one to make the olive branch. So maybe reach yeah. out to someone that you knew was there for you back in the day. And if they're happy to meet up, maybe you can reconnect or whatever. You get what I'm saying? Unless you feel like the bad vibes and it's a myth, then yeah, that'll be my advice. Or maybe the person who wrote the dilemma is bad vibes because I mm. never understood how you have no friend, you've been to primary school, nursery, primary school, secondary school, sixth form, university. And there's no consistent person. I always find that very strange. Unless you're like, you live a diplomat life and you're traveling, you know, your family moving you, you know, from here to here. But I just, you need to, you need to question why you have not a single person out of all of these, you know, educational institutions you've been through in your life. So that's I think for her uni friend, she said she made great, fr- she made great friends, but mm-hmm. because they don't live in London, she's moved back to London. It's not the same, basically. Does distance affect friendships like that? Like uh, can do. It can do. You can talk to your friends all the time, but can you really buck up with them? Can you do X, Y, yeah. Z? Not, I guess not, it's true. No, but no, this is the digital age, man. People have whole friendships based off, off just off social media. It's true. Mm-hmm. So, like you can, you can have friends. Rizzy, question: How many friends are your close friends that are just social? Are just social? Okay, yeah, that's a, that's that's true. Not everyone. <laughs> 
Retract that statement. Look how you just done a one eighty in ten seconds. That's true though. Like, like someone like Spree, for example. You know, you like, you have to go out of your way to 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 shout him every time because you're not going to see him yeah. what he's up to today. You're not gonna see um, where Spree is. You know, like, mm. or, like he doesn't have social media, so yeah, you know, he's not always going to cross your mind as much as someone who is you know on your social media uploads on on social media like every day you yeah. know what i mean that's in front so, of your face okay i get it i get it i get it you know what i'm trying to say and even let's say with spree that has been a doggy for so long you we, we, all of us will make an attempt maybe to go and try and see him or if we're not we'll holler at him but we know there's a reason the distance whereas this person's come back and it's like can you really reach out to someone you don't really talk to and say can we link up it's a bit weird so that's what I'm saying. You might have to bring that knowledge back and be like, listen, I know we ain't spoken in a while. What's going on? And build that friendship back up. But this is what I find with even when time passes, with people that you've built a relationship with and had, you know, experiences with, you always have that to go back to. So that's yes. how you always, like, you cannot speak to them for but like, when you catch up, it's like that time. You've got things that you can both be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I understand you. You understand me. So that's, so I think you always have that. If you don't have that, that's a problem because... I don't. That's not really a friend, then. Yeah, I saw that. I saw a clip. What I'm describing in a TV show called Insecure by Issa Rae, and you know she had a best friend, and they fell out, and the way they kind of reconnected was basically an old memory started mm. laughing. And there are some friends um, that I have that I've met through work. We we went on one holiday trip years ago, and we don't we don't interact daily. Everyone's moved on. People got married, had kids, and we just had lunch the other day. And we were crying our eyes out just recounting that holiday. Like, it's something that actually bring you lot. You lot could have not spoken or been separated for three, four years. We were going to different companies. But it's the memories that remind you that, you know, when we're at our peak. And that can, that's, in most cases, that's how people stay friends without communicating because they've got shared experiences. Yeah. Now, if those shared experiences in this case are not strong enough, people move on. People move on. I remember going uni. Um, coming back to ends and yeah, I, I saw my boys from London. Like yeah, cool, but like it's different. I've changed. I've grown up a little bit. You've grown up in a different way. You know, two different dynamics, two different mm. dynamics. And yeah, when I see them, it is love because of memories. But you know, some of us are not gonna be like you know. If they got married and I didn't get invited, I wouldn't take it. To, I don't. I wouldn't take it a type of way. Do I say happy birthday to happy happy birthday to all of them when it's their birthday? I might miss it because you know we're not in that social circle. So I guess, of course, the the listener saying, "Well, they want to get back in there." It's going to take a Herculean effort. It's not going to be easy. You have to make yourself available, and with that, you have to be willing to understand that you could get rejected. If yeah. somebody comes to me that I was our childhood friend with, and they want to reconnect, look, I'm not going to say I'm a saint. I am a person that's fully capable of saying, oh, yeah, do the small talk. And this I say, yo, what are you doing on Saturday? You want to go out for lunch? I could fully, Edward knows me. I will fully flag it. Like, what do you want? (laughs) But why? I've moved on. We've (laughs) moved on. We've moved on. I wouldn't. I'd be like, yeah, let's go. We've moved on. I'm not saying I'll do that all the time. I am capable. Wait, sorry. Let's just remember one thing. The girl, the question, the girl did say, how can she make new friends? Obviously, we're giving both advice for old friends yeah. and new friends. But one thing I will say about Melly saying that is right is 
my advice, again, like I said, is try and see if you can connect with some old friends. But in doing so, understand you're putting yourself out there and you may get rejected and you have to be ready for that. Because yes. that many said, there's people that can reach out to me. Yeah, yeah, we can be cool. We're not linking mm. up. I'll say, yeah, we'll link up. We're not linking up. And the reason for that is not because I don't like you. It's not that I don't like you or dislike you. It's like me, I'm just talking about me personally. I move with a certain people. Mm. And those people are the people I like being around all the time. Yes. So for me to even go out with just someone that you're outside that circle is very out of the norm for me. Mm. It's very unlikely. I'm just going to say, yeah, this you and me go out and hang out. It's very unlikely. So you have to be prepared that some people are going to flag you. But in in attempt to make friends or reconnect, you have to be willing to put yourself out there. It's so fascinating. I think I'm the opposite. I could think of somebody that I haven't spoken to in Timbuk two years. If I look for my phone book, if I find a number, I'm going to call you. And I'm just going to be like, hello, how are you? What's been happening? Mm-hmm. I even sometimes, if it gets down to it and they're like, let's meet up, I will say, okay, let's put a date in the calendar now. Now. Because it, yeah, it, yeah. it, it will pass me by and I'm, yeah, not, going yeah, to do it. Yeah, I'm yeah. not going to think about it again. So, um, and the reason I, I'm very big on that is because just to see how people are, you know, just to yeah. make sure they're okay. If they've crossed my mind, I want to know if you're okay. If they've crossed my path, I'm going to check in. I'm going to... Oh, 100%. Yeah, it's just seen... I don't know. Especially if it's not bad vibes. It's just kind of, you know, distance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, and and, and Emma, sometimes it's not bad vibes, but it's also goes back to what Ed was saying with the old friend perspective. It's like, I've moved on. And if Mm. I know... Like, I'm happy to chat, but then as a a guy, you know, talk about men's health, man. As a guy, I've always... You always got to see it's like, what do you want from me? You know what I'm saying? If it's a, a maybe a, a childhood friend that you were like, you know, she was your your school sister, you know what I mean? Like you're basically best pals. 100% catch up, say, yo, yeah, how's everything been? Remember this, remember that, remember this film class? But when this mano a mano, you know, it's like we drifted apart and that's cool. I hope you're good, bro. But what's there to talk mm. about? So that's, but that's me. That's, that's probably something I've got to work through that I shouldn't be, you know, putting my hands trying to be distant with other men but for me it's, with Ed I've got my I've got my guys I've got my guys and if, if and again if we want to build on something else again let's take, talk about let's move let's shift gears and talk about the new friends even if it's new friends right we've got to have we've got to have a foundation I yeah. can be I could if it's Arsenal and we say I keep going to the Arsenal game in the stadium and I keep meeting the same guy that has a seat next to me Eventually, you're going to spark up conversation. Eventually, you can say, oh, let's link up at this station and go together. Oh, let's get a meal. Let's get drinks after the game. That's how it... But it needs to be something that you both passionate as hell about. I I feel Mm. like you can't build a friendship without passion. You can't. I don't don't feel like... A new friendship without passion, Rizzi. I don't believe it. It's It's friends for different things, isn't it, as well? Like friends for going out to eat, friends for you know. Yeah, but then that means you that, that that might be a thing that you have a passion for cuisine and it's shared between. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, remember what Sean asked this um person's question. question. Yeah, so she's looking for like Cody, Pally, Pally, five and six friends. I think she just wants new friends, a new group, people to chill with, or something. She has to put, she has to put, she has to put herself out there. She just has to go out. Yeah. Yeah, there's not. That's not hard to do. Rizzy, to Rizzy, you're Rizzy, you're still rolling with the same people you're rolling with when you were eighteen. You were sleeping in my car today, bro. No, but listen. Rizzy, no, listen, Rizzy. He has a home, by the way. It sounds like he's homeless. Rizzy. <laughs> I've got loads of new friends as well. Okay. Come. No new friends. 
when 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 we went for your thirtieth birthday, how many of them did you invite? How many of them did you say I wish they were here? You only said I wish Ed and Spree were here. You didn't say no other friend. No other friend came off your mouth. But keep going. <laughs> keep going. No, you got. Keep got. You got bare new friends. You know, I feel like you know what we throw this friends term around a lot easily. Let's be real. You know, friends is something that you know you can't find. It's 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 hard to yeah. it's hard to make true friends. You know. Yeah. But it's not just saying you want acquaintances. Oh come on, man! There's a load of you that. You can pick them up anywhere. You can pick them up anywhere. That's fine. Yeah. Acquaintances left, right, and center. You know, and when it's time to turn up and have fun, you have an acquaintance left from 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 anywhere. But yeah. if you want acquaintances can become friends. An acquaintance can become a friend after time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 True as well. An acquaintance can can you know upgrade to a, a true friendship, but when it comes to making friends, like you can't put any pressure on it. It just has to happen organically. Yeah. You have to experience yeah. things together. Yeah. Yes, shared experience is key. Exactly. I, I don't. I don't know what I could tell you. Like there is no, like there's no shortcuts to it. You can't just make friends like that. You know, um, because if you do later down the line, you'll be the, the universe will remind you that this isn't really a true friendship. Something the foundations cracks in yes. your foundations. It's gonna just fall. like that. It will crumble. Like yeah. three years of pretending to be friends will just you realize that you were never friends. Do you understand? Mm. So I think you know, just be careful when it comes to like trying to make friends. Let it happen organically. Like, I assume you're young as well, so you've got your whole life ahead of you to build friendships. And you know what? Taking what everyone said together, what I would say is this: one, try the app. Like Arma said, yeah. you might be yeah. to meet people, hang out, chill with them. Mm-hmm. Two consider if it's if you feel like you had a good friend reaching out but again and that really said and Melly as well understand put you're putting yourself out there you may get rejected you may not but it is you putting yourself out there and also she just said she came out of education you're going to get into work that's another opportunity another institution yes. for you to meet make new friends mm-hmm. so don't put too much pressure on yourself especially as like I said you've got a great bunch of friends that may not live in London you still got people you can talk to. Like Rizzi said, even though we were getting onto it, there's social media. You got your phone. Keep in contact with your good friends that you may not see all the time. If you can't, once in a few um, while, go visit them. You can still have down, people yeah. that you may not see all the time. And then as time goes by, you may have the opportunity to make friends in London. When mm. you get into a new job, you have the opportunity. If you try the app, you have the opportunity. Just don't yeah. put too much pressure on yourself. Yeah. Take your time and yeah, put yourself out there. That, that's it. Hmm. And also, not everything has to be so rigid. So yes, you may be in London today, but you could be back where you, you were studying another day. Work can take you anywhere, and it could take your friends that you met up at uni or down at uni to where you are as well. Mm. But just keep in contact. Keep in contact with these people. That distance doesn't have to be the deciding factor. Like you can visit. I have friends in Scotland. I still sometimes will chat. Sometimes we'll visit each other. It's not that deep. You you will still see them, you know, if you wanted to. Yeah. Yeah. I think going back to Rizzi's point, just to wrap up, there are no shortcuts. The older you get, the less institutions you're going to be in. You have to put in maximum effort to maintain your friendships. Yeah. Because you haven't got that social bubble of being stuck together from 8 to 3 p.m. Or even being on a campus, sharing a building. You Mm. haven't got that, that you're all stuck in the same city as you had with your uni friends or when you were based in London. It's going to take effort. It's going to take effort. And even me, as laid back and lazy as I am, I can be sometimes. 
I know I sometimes if I don't hear from Edward for two days, is everything cool? I didn't two talk days, to Edward. Bro. No, no, because me, it will be talking about either the podcast or something or planning something. I don't think, yeah. So if I'm saying, oh, I haven't heard from me. And if that's me being lazy, that two days can easily turn to four. Do yeah. you understand? But it doesn't need to. You check up on it, Ed said, yeah, something's wrong with my knee. This is what I'm trying to say. And then you talk about it, et cetera, et cetera. So, and that's just me and Edward that talk nearly every week. Mm. The other day, Emma got me scared thinking, I just, I ain't heard from Spree. I had to do a madness to get his new number. <laughs> I had to do a madness. You'll be calling me Liam Nielsen. What yeah. I had to do to get his new number. But that's what I mean. You have to put in that type of effort. You can't just shrug your shoulders and say, well, I haven't heard from my friend. I haven't. No. Yeah, even reading that dilemma, one thing I will say is that, are you making an effort like Melly's saying? Yeah. Because even like you said, you moved away to separate yourself. Did you, you need to ask yourself this, did you, I don't know your situation, but did you need to cut off your old friends? Could you move away and still keep in contact? You've left now your um, uni friends. Can you still stay in contact? Or do you feel just because you're not there no more, it's done out? You get what mm. I'm saying? And it goes back to what Arma was saying about the person is, are you looking at yourself? Are you the issue in why you don't have, or you don't have a group of friends around anymore? The common, the common denominator. Do you know what I'm trying mm. to say? So, again, it's not an attack on the person, but at mm. the same time, you're you trying to... You have to yourself. You have to check. You have to check yourself. Mm-hmm. You can make new friends with time and also maintain friendships. Don't just think friendships are the t- like um we said, don't just maintain friendships based on location. No. Bree's not here no more. I'm still speaking to Spree. Melly is still speaking to Spree. Rizzy's still speaking to him. I, like we all still talk to him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You can maintain friends, you can maintain friends, and that's very important. Otherwise, you'll never have a solid batch of friends. Mm-hmm. And that almost said, you don't know where life is gonna take you. You can be in London today, you can be in Argentina tomorrow. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? So, yeah. Yeah. And it's really checking your character is a big part of it. Because when we speak about this, I remember Spree's leaving do and all sorts that were there. And I was like, this guy has known people from, like, his friends are just every, like, all type of friends, you know? Mm. And it's just because it's a testament of his character that he's able to maintain yeah. friendship with different people from different, not that he, he's pally pally with them every day, but it could have been someone he met whilst he was in secondary school, but he's still friends with them till this day. Yeah. And I and I, that just showed me like how Spree's character is and how um, I don't know his relationship with his people are and that's that's special. So I think that's something you have. That's what I was saying about your yourself as the person. What are you like in maintaining your friendships? What are you like to your people? Because that was that's what then determines how long you're going to stay friends with these people. Because you can't right. just be well. You can like no, it's never can't. You can, but it's not good to just you know I'm here. These are my friends. When I leave here, they're no longer my friends. I'm going to pick up a new. F- that's not. There's no continuity. Yeah. Like you need some yeah. continuity because in this life, ah, it's too much change. It's too, too much change. change. Yeah, yeah, so you need to have something. Facts. Yeah. Okay, Ed, you want to take us out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, once again, everyone, thanks for listening and sharing. And even to the listener came the dilemma, we appreciate that you even trusted us to come to us. Yeah. Um, everyone, mm-hmm. please carry on coming to us with any dilemmas you have. Keep on sharing, posting subscribe everything get me follow us on instagram and twitter you get podcast and yeah signing out ed rizzy melly hammer <laughs> i was gonna i was gonna say um riz is gonna be releasing a a survey register slash something aren't you is um to start collecting our listeners emails for our planned live show so um we've got plans we've got some spooky ideas uh me and riz were on the 
on the scouting of what our event looks like yesterday. Shout out to, to Matt uh, for an excellent event. Congratulations to him and his partner, Felicia, on our amazing and their partnership with Clarks. Um, it was a really great show at Soul House yesterday. So, yeah, we got some plans. Um, and, yeah. So, yeah, Riz, will be set, Riz, when do you think we'll be sending out that um, kind of subscription sort of thing? Please don't um, ignore so it. When do you think yeah, we'll send out the subscription? Yeah, yeah. When do you think we can get that out? Would that be through um, Instagram? Yeah, we could just put a link on the on the episode. Wherever you listen to this episode, there'll be the link will be there to subscribe. Your email. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. It will be on the next. Episode. All right. Awesome. Thank this you episode. so much. All right. Episode. All right. Thank you so much, everyone. Um, and yeah, this has been you get podcast. You get.